Welcome to the Synergy Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Gallagher, and today we're going to be talking about the 4Cs framework, which is potentially not a framework you've heard of before, but what this is going to do is going to allow you to get a better understanding of what you're trying to achieve, what you're capable of, and what we can do to help achieve our health and fitness goals within the realms of what's possible for us as the individual. Now, the 4Cs framework covers confusion, it covers clarity, it covers capacity, and it covers commit, or what we can commit to um, in terms of health and fitness. So the first one we're going to talk about is confusion. Now, what we see a lot of the times is people are confused as in not knowing where to start, what to focus on, who to listen to, or how to get to where they want to be. They're not sure where to start in terms of their health and fitness. Do they go out running or do they go to the gym or do they do a combination of both or do they do Pilates or yoga or jump on a trampoline? There's lots of different variations in terms of fitness. So not knowing where to start can be a real sort of tough one and and almost lead us to a point of that much confusion that we don't actually start at all. So it's where do we start and what are we going to focus on first? Now that, again... There's many ways to get to the the point you're looking to get to. We just need to find the one that's most suitable and is going to work for you the the quickest and the easiest and the one that's most likely to be sustained over time. There's also, again, where to to, to listen to. What do I listen to people online? Or do I listen to people like friends and family who, again, some of them may have done what you're looking to achieve. Some of them may not have done it before. And just, again, they're listening to people online and using their advice to kind of echo and pass on rather than actually having achieved these things themselves. So you need to be careful who we listen to as well because if we listen to too many people, again, confusion is going to set in and we're not going to know, again, what's going to be the best information or the the best information for us to succeed succeed essentially and we also don't know how to get to where we are now to where we want to be so point a to point b is going to be again different for everyone but you having that confusion as to how we get to the the point of achieving our goals and we almost which we'll look at in a minute is wanting to reverse engineer that process and have that end goal in mind and then work backwards so that we can uh, again understand what's going to be required as to achieving that goal so there can be a lot of confusion in us trying to to get to where we want to get to achieving our health and fitness goals so it's trying to prevent that from happening and the ways we can do that are by again start with end in mind not listening to too many different people and just focusing on a small number of things rather than lots of different things just picking something trying it seeing if it works rather than not starting at all that's definitely going to be our best sort of port of call to start with so after confusion comes clarity so we want to get clear on what we're trying to achieve and define a clear path to success and as i mentioned before we're going to reverse engineer that process so we can then say right well this is where i want to be in six months time so to get to that point i'm going to put these three things in place x y and z and i'm going to do those every week for the next six months i'm going to obviously track that along the way so that i can make sure i'm heading in the right direction but we want a clear path and we want clarity on what we are looking to achieve first and foremost we then want clarity on what we have to do to get to that point and what we need to do to implement that as well so we want to get clear on those and a good uh, let's say somebody's um weight loss goal was to lose one stone in the next 14 weeks okay so they picked uh, 14 weeks they wanted to lose one stone in that time and that is going to equate to one pound per week okay so a nice simple way of looking at that is one pound a week is three and a half thousand calories now three and a half calories we need to create a deficit to get to that amount 
So we could say, right, seven days in a week, I'm going to have a 500 calorie deficit every day this week, and that is going to get me to my three and a half thousand calories. That's going to get me to my pound a week. In theory, if I follow that for the next 14 weeks, I'm going to get to where I want to get to. Now, don't get me wrong, it's maybe not as black and white as that, and there will be ups and downs, and, and some weeks it might be zero pounds lost, some weeks it might be two pounds lost. It just will depend. There's a lot of sort of factors come into that. But again, just in terms of like a basic mathematical equation, that's a nice simple way of looking at it. One pound per week, three and a half, cal- three and a half thousand calories a week, and a deficit, that should get us to where we want to get to. And we could obviously maybe check that every two or three weeks to make sure we're on track and focused um, on the right things and, and doing what we was required to do that. So then we could break it down even further and think, right, well, to get that pound a week, I need to do three and a half thousand calories. So my 500 deficit could come from activity levels, gym sessions, nutrition, a combination of all three. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on doing my 10,000 steps a day. I'm going to focus on having that calorie deficit within my calorie intake as well. And then I'm going to do my three or four gym sessions a week. So all those contributing factors should get me to that three and a half thousand calorie deficit. And then I'm going to monitor that in terms of a, a scale weight, for example, on a weekly basis, just to see if that is moving in the right direction. So getting clear on what we want to achieve and defining that path and then working backwards is definitely going to help us um, carry out those tasks a little bit easier and have a clear um, idea of what's required and what we need to do in terms of reaching that goal. Other things we need to consider are capacity so what do you have the capacity for so this is number three when it comes to capacity we need to factor in time we need to factor in work-life balance priorities what's important to us our diary or scheduling family life and potentially taking on too much when people often start out with their health and fitness goals, they're off, they often think they will have more capacity than they have. So they create a, a routine and a, a, a habits that aren't sustainable by doing maybe five or six gym sessions a week. Added on to that, they're doing two or three runs a week. Added on to that, they're doing extreme calorie deficit to try and lose as much weight as possible in the fastest time. So we need to take our capacity with a pinch of salt because life does throw things at us in the sense that we will have things that crop up that mean we can't potentially do everything all the time. So as I mentioned earlier, you've got to factor in time. What do we have time to do? What do we, in terms of work-life balance, do we have obviously a family we need to look after? Do we have our own job that we need to go to obviously most days of the week and, and work there for so many hours? So that's taking away time from we can do other things. And what's important to us is our health and fitness more important than certain other things we've got in our life, like it could be socialising. And obviously you've got to weigh that up. So we need to prioritise what's important and that's going to factor into what capacity you then have to do the other stuff, like making sure we get enough sleep making sure we get those 10,000 steps, for example, if that was our goal. And then factor in that by sort of diary and scheduling and what time you've got available across the week. And just, again, being aware of not doing too much. Because if we do too much too soon, it's going to lead to burnout. And then that capacity is going to be even greaterly, or even, (laughs) that's not even a word, even um, more reduced over time to ensure that we're not getting anything done in that sense so we want to just be conscious of that taking on too much too soon and we can always build up the way and ramp it up rather than having to start really high and then scale it right back so i would always err on the side of caution with that in terms of your capacity and then as once you've defined your capacity what can we commit to so what can we commit to over the course of a, a day, a week, a month uh, in terms of our health and fitness? And that goes back to us making that plan and sticking to it. So reverse engineering the process. What is the end goal? Right, I've got six weeks. I'm going to try and achieve X 
in those six weeks I'm going to do my gym sessions I'm going to do my walks I'm going to do my um, calorie intake I'm going to watch my portion control so my nutrition is going to be on point as well and then start implementing that and obviously committing to what we've set out to achieve so make a plan stick to it try and block out the rest I mean we talked back at the start about the confusion blocking out lots of other um, noises coming it could be coming from people we know who are trying to not, probably not deliberate, deliberately detracted from what we're trying to do like you get people who maybe are thinking oh don't do that because it's like you're trying to lose weight you're trying to improve yourself you're trying to um, look and feel better but they're maybe not in a position where they're ready to do that so they don't want you making progress so they maybe try and hold you back a little bit um, which obviously is not an intentional thing from from their point of view it's just um, more of a selfish thing as well they're not wanting to see other people do well and, and maybe improve themselves health and fitness wise if they're not ready to do that and they don't see themselves doing that either so blocking out the rest of noise that comes from like I say other people online just sticking to the plan and actually giving it time to work so committing to what you've set out to achieve giving that a decent um, amount of time to to showcase if it works or not and then we can start to review and refine things over time and say right well is it working is it not working do I need to make any tweaks or changes and give it a good enough sample size that we can say right this is what I've done over the last four six eight weeks I'm seeing these results I'm getting exactly what I want out of it so great keep going keep doing what we're doing or I need to make any maybe small improvements because I know I've maybe not been doing this habit as much as I should have been so I can maybe try and improve that and we just use that process as a as a guide we can see the work we've put in we can see the result we've got from that and that just keeps it nice and simple again it gives us clarity it gives us um, evidence on what we've achieved or what we've actually set out to achieve and if we've achieved that based on the habits we've been um, using over that time period so again the 4Cs framework is just a nice little tool that you can say right well if I'm not sure about what I'm trying to do there's the initial confusion I need to gain some clarity on that so I'm going to sort of even write it down write down what you want to achieve write down the things that you think you would need to do to achieve that goal in x amount of time decide what you have capacity for in terms of your time your scheduling what's important to you what the goal is and then commit to doing that it's a nice just little simple framework that you can use to say right well i'm not happy with where i am just now or um i need to make improvements so where can i make those improvements and how can i do that and then commit to doing that over the long term and see what results you get and just use that as a, a nice, like I say, a nice guide, a nice sample size of time and effort, what results we've sort of yielded from that and how we can make improvements going forward as well. So hopefully that um, helps in terms of just, again, give you a little insight into how we can make things a bit simpler, a bit clearer, a bit less confused. And then just, again, we often don't set out to decide thinking to yourself well I've actually only got time to do X, Y and Z so I can't actually fit everything in so what is going to be the minimum I can do on a daily and weekly basis to help me again move towards my goals but not overdo it in terms of burnout and, and taking on too much and then commit to what you have the capacity for essentially so that is today's episode and I hope it helped with your own health and fitness journey. So until next time, stay strong until then and I will speak to you on the next episode.